Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of World Podcast, we are going to be sharing our deepest, sometimes darkest confessions. Disney confessions. Disney related. Yes. These are my confessions. When I thought I said all I could say. So, this could be anything from a movie we haven't ever seen, something that we don't like that's Disney related. Um, park foibles. Done. Yeah, park foibles. That's a good word for it. Park foibles. And yeah, we reached out to a lot of you all. Oh, yeah, yeah we got tons. We have social media. We were on Instagram, on Twitter, even Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, just asking, what are your Disney confessions? And anything goes, really. So we were happy to hear from from a lot of you and got a whole run of the run of the mill yeah. as far as what you guys gave us. So we're excited to share those all with you. This is going to be a fun one. So before we get into that juicy topic for this evening, uh, we do have one iTunes review to share with you. This one is from Jilly789, and Jilly says, Insightful. Love this podcast, especially the trip reports and movie reviews. Keenan and Rachel are so insightful, and their love of Disney shows through. They are honest and not always in agreement, which is nice to hear both perspectives. So... I don't think we've read that review before. iTunes like scrambled our system. System, but but we really anyway. appreciate it. Yes, Jilly thank you, seven eight nine. Yeah, yeah, and appreciate any reviews that you guys take the time to leave for us. We're so happy when we just um, see that you guys are listening, that you like what you hear. Mm-hmm. Um, so a five star review helps our show get noticed. Yeah, there I- is like a direct formula behind how many reviews you get, how many five star reviews you get. I should say. And your show showing up on other people's recommendations. So if you like the show, this is one of the best ways that you can promote the show. So we appreciate any any feedback and encouragement and positive words you guys have. But these ones in particular go a long way. All right. You ready to share some dirt, I Rachel? I think so. I think we're ready to get down to business. Ha! You don't even know what you're asking me to confess. confess. Um, really... The main reason I wanted to do this was so we could play some of Usher's confessions. Put that on everything. And uh, that was your inspiration yeah, for the topic. Maybe. Well, actually, it was it was a certain one where I'm like, I think I have an unpopular opinion here, and uh, I think I need to share it. I need to get it off my chest. And maybe some people agree with some of these, or maybe you know. Mm-hmm. Some of them are hot takes. Some of them are just embarrassing. I know, Rachel. You told me you said. I think we need to do this episode because you have so many embarrassing things about yourself. But then I'm I'm not outside looking in at me, so I'm not that embarrassed by these things. So I actually struggled with <laughs> embarrassing stuff because for me it's probably completely normal. Well, yeah, I didn't say you should be embarrassed. Let it be known. I am proud. You said I have embarrassing things. I mean, sort of. Yeah. I mean, to like, you know, the average person. I know you listening are probably a big Disney fan and maybe you are right along with Keenan with some <laughs> of these things. So no shame. And we are not here to shame you. We just want to, you know, we are here as a community. We need to, this is a safe place to get these things out there and to see, you know, what we can, what we can uh, celebrate together as well in our Disney weirdness. So. Yeah, let's get into it. Would you like to start with one of your own, or should we just get down to um, ones that we've heard from social media? Our first category is never have I ever. So things that people have not done that maybe you'd think, especially after several trips to Walt Disney World or Disneyland, that you've done these things. So some of these were quite shocking. And I'm guessing you have some, Rachel. I actually didn't put any Never Have I Ever because I have so many that it's kind of like obvious. I've only been to the parks twice ever, so there's plenty I have But you host a Disney podcast done. and you've never ridden Test Track. Right. Yeah. But I just For haven't instance. had the chance. It's not that I don't want to, but there's plenty I haven't done. So that could just be a whole episode so gotcha. i didn't really include too many of my okay. own for that well we've got some here to share with you rick from ear to their travel he says i've never been he's at rick underscore ear on twitter i've never been on pirates of the caribbean in disneyland but i still pe- tell people that i think it's better because i've seen enough ride throughs on the internet whenever i'm in disneyland i feel the need to take advantage of the things i can't do at walt disney world that's pretty interesting that is funny i and like that 
I think like as a travel agent, granted, I'm just now getting my feet wet, but there's certain things that you just have to like take a stance on. And it's funny that he would take that stance without actually having ridden the ride. Yeah. I feel like that's something you would do. I don't know. I would, I think I would do that with some stuff like small world, but pirates, I think I'd really want to see the difference between the rides. Hmm. All right. Um, our next one is from Think Mickey Thoughts at Think Mickey Blog, and she says she's never done the Tiki Room, which is blowing my mind right now. Like, how how can you ever done the Tiki Room? Our good friend Justin at the Cruits, that's C R E U T Z. He is one of the hosts of Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Former resident of Future World is his what? Twitter handle. <laughs> well, you know, because they're changing everything right, right, in the Future right. World. He says, I still have not set foot in the Grand Floridian. And I know Justin. I was really expecting some like super embarrassing. Some juicy bits. Juicy bits from him. But that's what he said. And, I, and I'm with you, Justin. Actually, we have not set foot, foot in the Gl- Grand Floridian But he lives either. in Florida and can go anytime he wants. So that is sort of like a shocker. Yeah. I guess you. I think at some point you would just ride around on the monorail loop and get off yeah, the grand floor because i mean i've heard amazing things i'm sure they'll go in december for the gingerbread house oh yes would we all love to um our friend cassie over at disflix and tidbits at disflix tidbit um she says she's never been on the dumbo ride at either disneyland or walt disney world and the disneyland part is really shocking because yeah, she, she grew, grew up, up going, going to disneyland yeah. Maybe and I don't know. Got vetoed by. Right. I wonder if we should maybe ask some clarifying questions here. Is it the spinny rides or. But I know she's been on Aladdin, so I don't. Uh, I don't know. That, I don't know. It's such a classic attraction. I think it's easily skippable, but to have never right. been on it, that's definitely confession worthy. So thank you for your honesty there. <laughs> yes. People. Oh, yeah. We got some brutally honest ones. And we're starting, we're starting fairly light. I mean, these are not embarrassing or like deep seated secrets there. Um, Shrimply Amber at E B I Ember says, I've never seen the hall of presidents and will probably never see the hall of presidents. And Simon Belmont then responded, you should reconsider number two. Didn't think it would amount to much as I hadn't seen it in years. I was wrong. And you know, my dad and his wife, Heather just went and that was actually one of the top things that they said they did was the Hall of Presidents. Really? They really, and I keep hearing, I know I went as a kid. I like, I distinctly remember sitting in, there's these audio animatronic presidents there, but I have not been in my adult life. And I think, I think it's maybe something I shouldn't skip on, on future trips. I've never done it. So I'm right there with you. But again, I haven't done most things. Yeah. But I would like to I hear, I hear all about it. Honestly, I don't even know what it is. So there's my confession. I don't even know what the Hall of Presidents is. Like, I wouldn't know anything about it. What it even is. Okay. Um, Joseph John, a friend on Facebook, has, he says, I've never seen wishes. Yeah. I'm with you. Me either. We saw it from our balcony. True. But we did not. That doesn't count. Yeah, that that I I actually do deeply regret that. I don't know how we could have pulled it off with a year and a half old, but I wish that we would have. We should have tried. Yeah. Our next okay. segment is park going no nos. I will start with this one. I don't know if this is a park going no no, but on our 2016 trip, multiple occasions it rained a lot, and on multiple occasions we did nothing to prevent the stroller from getting wet. Right. I'm sure you remember this, which is already a park going no-no. Um, but then we had this wet stroller. Oh, yes. That okay. we had. I was like, that's your confession. You're like, that's where lame. are you going with this? Uh, we had a wet stroller and we needed to put our 18-month-old in it. And so I had the genius idea of putting a poncho down so that he wouldn't get wet. <laughs> well, <laughs> start going through the park and we're pushing the stroller along. We're running. We're going at a nice pace. Yeah. Decent pace. We were For trying some to, reason, we're going We're fast. trying to get somewhere, I forget. I yeah. think we were trying to catch the train before it departed. But the the poncho gets caught in the front wheel <laughs> of the stroller, rips the poncho right out from underneath, pulling him with it, like, through the bottom of the stroller onto the pavement. <laughs> it was... Yeah. 
He was actually, he was fine. I think he was just kind of like, ugh, like he didn't know what was going on. He was crying a little bit, but it wasn't a major injury for him. No, there was no injury. Everyone was fine. He was mostly like, what the heck I was embarrassed. Yeah. (laughs) And you were like, how could you let that happen? I'm like, I don't know. I just. (laughs) What are you doing to our child? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because he kind of went flying out of there. He just just all happened suddenly. Really? Because I remember it being kind of like a slow pull and suddenly he's kind of less like lying on the, the pool floor, started like, slowly but like once he was out it was like a flop know, it was like onto next the thing pavement. i knew he was on the ground yes. and it was yeah. very we we're like what just happened yeah anyways yes in your hastiness you ran over our child with a stroller so it's fine he's fine okay owen's favorite things at owen's fave things um my mom <laughs> my mom stole a table from a little girl at cosmic rays <laughs> i still remind her of it to this day yeah. <laughs> Get uh, busy in those restaurants. Right. Yeah. It's it's cutthroat. Yep. I can I can totally see that. So maybe, that. I don't know, maybe like a, the family like sent the little girl over like, oh, save this spot. That's what it sounds and like happened. mom's like, Get out of here. Yeah. It's like six-year-old girl like, no, this is our table. It's like when I stole a ladder from a middle-aged woman at Menards. I don't think you should even confess <laughs> that's, that. That's a, another type of confession. But. It is. That's a, it's a doozy. <laughs> Uh, Uncork the Magic, this is from Instagram, said, Once I forgot to go to Fantasyland, it was our time back after the construction, and I forgot that it had opened since the few trips before had been filled with construction walls, and this is way before the current FP FastPass system and my Disney experience app. Yeah, so missed an entire land of the Magic Kingdom. Probably one of the best ones. Yeah. Well, maybe. Though I love this confession because it's sort of like, yeah, I just we just forgot to go there. But just think about what you missed if you skipped Fantasyland. Yeah. And granted, maybe this was before Seven Dwarves because they it has to have been right before before the current FastPass system and my Disney Experience app. So maybe not nearly as much, but like the heart of the Magic Kingdom. Teacups, carousel. Just uh, just forgot about it. Forgot it exists. So thanks for sharing that Uncork the Magic. Mm-hmm. All right. Over at Disney Discussions Podcast, Tony at Disney underscore discuss. Oh, I did the unthinkable. I put my youngest son on my shoulders to watch the electrical parade a few trips ago. I did make sure no one was behind us. We were watching from the sidewalk of Main Street. I have no regrets. <laughs> so putting your kid up on the shoulders. Apparently that's a... Uh, that's a, it's a, a no-no. It's a big faux pas. Yeah, because you're blocking the view of people behind you. So I get what he's saying. You know, I made sure no one was behind us. But it is, like, definitely shunned upon. I mean, there's also the modern-day equivalent of holding up your iPad to take video. That's worse. And just blocking people behind you. I like that Mario, who uh, is on the Station 71 podcast, said, Gasp, you've committed a Disney sin. And so the, the internet did take notice of this one in particular. In fact, we, we got a call about this uh-huh. okay this is disney cia and i'm about tired of all these fake confessions that we got going on none of these are prosecutable crimes there's no treason there's no arguing against the crown there's nothing 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 you all are posting on here has anything to do with any real crimes except for the guy who put a shook kid on his shoulders that love of the, the tony i see you in the parks i'm putting you down friend i'm putting you down so, yeah, Tony, you got to watch out. You got the Disney CIA on you, watching your every move. And for the rest of you, let it be known that putting a kid on your shoulders during a show, electrical parade, doesn't exist anymore, but fireworks, festival of fantasy, you name it, is unacceptable. Yeah, but so many people do it. Yeah. So, you can just plea uh, ignorance. Like, oh, I didn't know it was a Disney. There's no excuses. No, no. <laughs> Like does like Tony says, he has no regrets. All right, <laughs> Heather, who's Weedy eighty eight, that's W I E T Y eight eight on Instagram, says we may have cut a fast pass line. <gasps> hmm, may is in little asterisks. And I've heard the story behind this actually because I know who this is, and it's funny. I think it was an honest mistake. Still not sure exactly how it happened, but ended up, yeah. Just kind of shortcutting there in a fast pass line. So sometimes it can get confusing yeah. on those lines. Yeah, definitely can. All right, uh, our friend Derek Sasman. I think I said your last name right. 
um, at Diz Derek from Rope Drop Radio podcast. Yes, he has admitted to. He says I put padding in my kid's shoes to give him an extra centimeter to ride Star Tours. Yeah, which is yeah. I, I think lots of parents. I've heard the whole orange peel thing, and yeah, I think I, I think even AJ from Disney Food Blog once like kind of said you could do this, but it's funny because Star Tours. Not much is really going to happen right, on that ride the if thing. your kid it's doesn't like meet Star the Star Tours, limit. you're contained. You know, it's not like trying yeah, to... You're not going upside down. Right. You're not going to fall out in, of like a roller coaster. Yeah. But so. but then we got a message from a guy named Doug. <laughs> I told Derek he was in good company. Who says, so I put park maps in my kid's shoes to get him on rock and roller coaster. It was a lot of maps. Oh, no. <laughs> so That's I think there, that one kind of takes there, it to the next level. Yeah. That's getting a little dangerous. But, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's tough when your kid's, like, getting older and older and they're still not tall enough for some things. But, right. You know they can but, handle it. Yeah. But they're just a little shy. Although, I don't know how shy he was. He was just, it, was it was a, a lot, lot of, of maps. maps. Hmm. So, to our listeners looking for those tips, we do not recommend this one as it is unsafe. But, hey, you know. Each his own. It's your kids. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Michael, our friend, says um, his wife threw up on the Slinky Dog Dash and had to be pushed out of the park in a wheelchair. That's just a bummer. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a park no-no, but that's like, what happened? I don't know. Hopefully nothing serious. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. We didn't hear anything about didn't, it. Yeah. I didn't hear anything otherwise, but... Being pushed on the wheelchair, I mean, she just must have been, must have got her good. The slinky dog. Yeah. Guess so. Guess so. Okay. I have one, I think, that goes in this one. I was going to say this one because it might be my worst confession. Okay. okay. But I'll just start with it, I guess. Okay. So this was back. Actually, this is what sort of triggered my thought to do this episode. And this was back when talking Mickey was a thing. The first time I ever met Mickey. Of course, I was so excited to meet him. Um, Our kid was just 18 months at the time. And so, you know, I was trying to have everything ready to go. I had the Sharpie. And then I go to hand the Sharpie to Mickey and like just like wrote on his white glove when I in the in the marker handoff. And like, I just felt like I like you know, stopped and paused and kind of like <gasps> held my breath. And I felt like Mickey paused and it was, he knew what I had done. And then there was just this moment and I've always, I was like, oh my God, like I tarnished Mickey's hand. It's the first time I met him and it was, but then this past trip, as I was like kind of looking, you know, meeting more characters, I noticed that many of them have some marks on their it's gotta gloves. It's got to be real hard to not yeah. get Sharpie so, on those gloves. I didn't like... I started to feel some relief from that, but like that first time, you know, first time meeting him and not mm-hmm. knowing like character etiquette and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? I've marked Mickey's like royal hand. I was feeling real, real bad about it for a long time. So I'm glad, glad I could get that off my chest. Yeah. I still feel bad about it. I mean, honest. it could have been worse. It could have been like his face or something. Yeah. You know? Just his hand. But they were very clean. And you know, it's like also there's... It was in like the town squares, like the magic mm-hmm. area. So like his gloves are like oh, hanging up talked. and stuff. It like, you know, it like makes it even more like, oh, Mickey's magic gloves and like his cape and everything's just so magical. And there I am just tarnishing everything. So. You're the reason he stopped talking. I am. You took away the magic. That's not true. It's not true. Those of you... How dare you? You don't know, Mickey in Town Square used to speak, and it was incredible. Okay, our next segment is hot takes. So we got a lot of people who, I hesitate calling these confessions, where we were happy to get them, some of them are very funny, but they're not so much like, I'm admitting this guilty thing. It's more just like, I have this opinion that is super disputed. So this is our hot take section. Yeah. I mean, I, I can speak for both of us saying... We had an episode where we mentioned our dislike of Journey into Imagination, Mm -hmm. and that has spawned many debates and conversations. I think I tweeted about it too, which also ended up in a huge sort of like people kind of commenting and chiming in there. But it's funny because now 
I feel like anytime we are a guest on a show or even having guests on our show, it comes up now. Yeah. It's like a well-known hot take, but I stand by it. Anyway, yeah. those are similar to that. Yeah. So these are most of mine. I have a lot of, you have a lot of hot takes just confessing like, yeah, so everyone loves certain things. And I'm just kind of like, you know, I have to confess. It's not the way I feel about it. Okay. Well, why don't you give us one of those to start us off? Okay. First one that will just go easy is I don't really like Disney Springs. People love them some Disney Springs. They're always talking about Disney Springs this and Disney Springs that and go to Disney Springs and get some amazing food and do this amazing thing. I don't know. I've been there twice now. So I feel like I have, you know, some room to have an opinion about this. Maybe, you know, the first time I was kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we went again and I was like, you know, I'm just not into Disney Springs. We've talked about our how that, why we might hold that opinion because I share that opinion with you. We won't get yeah. into that here because we've, we've gone over it on previous episodes. But yeah, I think if we lived there, it might be a different story. Yeah. You know, but, but I do not want to spend my vacation time at a shopping mall anymore. We're not going to do it. Yeah. We have a place that's somewhat similar. Yeah. Close to us. It doesn't just, have the void, but you know. And it's like, you know, it's not all Disneyfied, which makes it better. But no, I'm just like, ugh, just a bunch of overpriced stores. No, I'm spending all of my nights either in the in the parks or at my resort yeah no more disney springs nope probably most likely unless you can convince me otherwise right unless our party is that's where they're headed and you know i know meetups happen there and stuff like that so we certainly go for that but yeah not just not just because we need a place to eat eat. no no more okay good hot take b at canton buck nut good name there go bucks says I think Country Bears Jamboree is overrated and borderline awful. Started with the overrated. A lot of people, I think, maybe feel that way. Borderline awful. At least there's AC, he says. That's a, that's a hot take for sure. Yeah, and I borderline like... Borderline awful. I mean, in a sense, sh- there is, like, an awfulness about it, but that's, like, the charm. But I don't think that's what he's talking about. Yeah. He's not alone. Think Mickey Thoughts again at Think Mickey Blog also says that she doesn't like Country Bear Jamboree. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, I think I love it for its kitschiness, but I can see why people would not like that. And it's certainly comical, humorous, but I don't know. It's, I wouldn't define it as like Disney magic. But anyway, L.A. Mondry, I put this one right after that comment because he says quite the opposite. Uh, first of all, this is Emondry, uh, or at Emondry on Twitter. First of all, he says, I actually don't like Space Mountain. It's aggressive, and I always feel like I get some sort of whiplash on it, so I tend to not go on it. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And he says, two, I love the Country Bear Jamboree and Journey into Imagination, despite what anyone says about that. And he listens to our show, so <laughs> surely he's including us in that. Um, but all these other people who say they don't like Country Bear Jamboree, so... And yeah, I'm not shaming people you all, it. but it's shameful to not like it. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. Um, Mike at Disney Overtime doesn't like Dole Whip or Space Mountain. Yeah. Hashtag so not ashamed. Shares the Space Mountain hate. Hmm. The Dole Whip though. Come on now. Yeah. This one, I this might be the hottest take on here <laughs> because first of all, Dole Whip. All right, I guess if you don't like pineapple, there's no reason you're right. going to like Dole Whip. But they Whip. have different flavors now. But also, I I don't know. Space Mountain, it is a little aggressive, but not liking it is, to me, yeah. it's it's a stretch. <laughs> do, you, um, do you hate coasters? Because it's a classic coaster. Classic. Joseph yeah. John again. This is another one from Facebook. Hates Small World. I don't think he's alone there. But I think to say it takes guts. Yeah, people probably hate it. I think people find the song annoying and it gets stuck in your head and it's repetitive. And the ride's certainly dated, but there's something iconic about it. Oh, yeah. I Here's my thing about Small World. I don't hate Small World. Can I go every single Disney trip without riding it and be perfectly fine? Yes. I do not need to ride that ride. Ever again? Ever. I just don't. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like it. <laughs> All right. Um, Gina Colvin at Gina Colvin 3 says, I'm scared to write this, but I don't like illuminations at all. I'm actually happy it's almost done. 
Now everyone hates me. Yeah. She's not alone here. I, my, I, I responded to her on Twitter, actually. And my thing about Illuminations is I love the theming. The whole, like, world united and, you know, fits the world showcase perfectly. But it's just kind of an average nighttime spectacular. In fact, I would call it a good nighttime show, but as far as nighttime spectaculars, which is what yeah. they call them, it's not that spectacular. What are they going to do with Epcot Forever, or what are they going to do with, I forget what they call, they're calling the one after Epcot Forever, but the, the official new show, because Epcot Forever is just temporary. Who knows? I think they're going to do some cool stuff with it. My fear is that it's going to lose the nation part of Illuminations and just move into something that doesn't capture the essence of Epcot. Yeah. That's, that's my fear. I know Jenny at Disney DNA shares Gina's sentiment there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Avoids it at all costs. <laughs> so not everyone hates you, Gina. No. And we don't hate you. We don't hate you. Shrimply Amber. Uh, here's another one from her. So um, she says, I don't care for anything having to do with the Muppets. Oh, man. Our yeah. friends... Justin Samantha. Yeah. Will not be pleased to hear this. I was going to say they're rolling over in their graves, but yeah, they're very much they're, alive. They're alive. Rolling over in their Halloween spirit. Cheers. Hashtag save the Muppets. I don't know how I feel about this one. Yeah. Hashtag save the Muppets. I love the Muppets stuff. Yeah. The, the losing the um, great moments in history, I think is tragic. Very sad. Yes. I'm real, really boned. That was like one of... I don't say my favorite, but yeah, maybe one of my favorite things we did this. It's last a great, trip. it's a great it like just, street show. Yeah. Muppet Vision 3D. Take a little break. Needs updated. Do not get me wrong there, but I would hate to see it updated to something that's not Muppets. I love the Muppet stuff. I think that they are funny. I I think I that even them. though they were not originally Disney property, I think they fit Disney property really well. I think Amber maybe happy with the future of the parks in this regard because i no. think i think they're phasing more and more muppet stuff out but who knows we are getting muppet stuff on disney plus yeah. although did you see one of them the i think it's the variety show got cut they're like one of the shows that they're working on got cut mm. but i think they're still doing the shorts i don't know i mean maybe if it does really well there they'll boost it but muppets are are amazing i i can't say that i understand why you wouldn't like it anything to do with the Muppets. But their style of humor maybe isn't for everybody. Save the Muppets. Yeah. She also says Fantasmic isn't amazing. And she's probably right. Yeah. I wanted, I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to confess. I'm going to piggyback you off Spill it. This is the time, you the know, time. confess your sins. I wanted to like Fantasmic more than I actually did. I really did. But it's just kind of... There was parts that were kind of boring. It just meanders. Yeah, and the freaking the Pocahontas sections like way too long. Yeah, the um, beginning of it I think is super cool, and the, the end of it and the I end think are cool. And the the middle you're just like, all right, another water projection. Let's yeah go. I was yeah. like, okay, I guess the snake thing is kind of cool, but like, yeah, like the steamboat at the end and Mickey doing his holding the yeah that part firework thing. It's there's like there's a lot to love that. about it. But. It should be way better. Yeah. I and mean, I've heard Disneyland's be. is, so okay. I don't know. But I got to agree with her there. It's not amazing. Do I enjoy it thoroughly? But it's just, I don't know. Disney does so many of those entertainment things like just to blow you away. And then you get something like that. And you're like, well, this is cool. But it's kind of gimmicky, you know, like the water yeah. projections. At, at first, you're like, wow. That is neat. And, and then you're like... And there's another one. And another one. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I have a few more hot takes. All right. Um, you're just full of them. I'm full of them. One, I was going to tag this on to the Dole Whip one, but regarding um, iconic treats, I think Mi Mickey pretzels are pretty overrated. Just saying. I know that's... Uh, is that Derek's favorite or is that Doug's favorite over at Rope Drop Radio? I don't know. One of them. I know it's Garrett from Monday Morning Monorail's favorite. But why? <laughs> because I know Mickey food tastes better, but the pretzel, except the pretzel. Because I'm just like, this is just a, maybe I got a bad one. I've only had one, but I was just like, this is overrated. 
Well, it just tastes like a standard. It's, like it wasn't a good pretzel, though. Like it wasn't warm and doughy. It was just like not good. Okay, so that's that's what I have to say about food. <laughs> um, as far as characters go, I don't really like the Disney princesses in the parks. That's my confession. I love Disney princess movies. Um, like all of them. There's not one I really dislike. But in the parks, I don't... I think they do not do the princesses well. And I don't enjoy meeting them as much. Except for Tiana was alright. Would you like to hear more? You Well, I mean, I know your thoughts on this. And you just are not a big fan of the actors who are not in costumes well they're all in costumes but not in the full body costume no that's not the issue you've said as much what do you mean the full body costume well, oh like face characters face characters yeah like yeah, you're but not I as like fa- Peter Pan. okay there's ones that i like and that's true like i like the full costumed like cuddly characters more but the princesses specifically like they make them so lame like very like prim in, and proper. In the movies, they're just like, you know, go-getters or just like your common person. like, And they kind of do that with Rapunzel a little bit and things like that. But like, for example, I love, um, what was it called? Storytime with Belle. Is that what it's called? Um, Enchanted, Enchanted Tales, Tales with, with Belle. Belle. Sorry. But like, she does like this whole like the hands and the folding of the hands and the, the whole like gesturing that they do. And it's just... I'm like, no, none of them act like that in the movies. And it really bothers me. And I know I'm like, you know, shattering little girls dreams and like (laughs) pooping all over them. But the princesses are lame and I wish they would do them the way that they are in the movies. That's my confession. I have one. I don't even remember what category we're in, but I think this fits. Oh, hot takes. This kind of, this spills all over into our next category as well, which is obsession. Like you're so obsessed with Disney that the, the the passion is has some maybe embarrassing elements to it. But I think I like Minnie better than Mickey. Whoa. I know. And I feel like I could go full overboard into like the Minnie verse if I didn't feel like I'd be judged for it. I see. I didn't know this about you. I thought you were a Mickey guy. I I know, and I always, I mean, he's iconic, he's one of my favorite characters, and I don't know, I just think Minnie's, like, super cute, and... Queen Minnie, I love Minnie. And her outfits are always just on point, whereas, like, <laughs> Mickey's, he has some good outfits and some cool stuff that he does, but, like, Minnie's, I'm usually like, dang, like, look what they did with her, with this, like, theme. Oh, yeah. I just I love, love it. Minnie. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like I have to... <laughs> And I don't know if it's like my masculinity or whatever, but but there I draw a line somewhere where I'm like, you really just can't be that into Minnie. So just <laughs> calm it down a little bit. Just have your Mickey, get your Mickey sipper and your Mickey figures and your Mickey shirts. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna go. With, you're not gonna get your Minnie shirts. I'm not gonna wear Minnie ears. I never would. I like that does not interest me. Well, you can get like Minnie stuff. Like, okay, let me yeah, give you an example. Like, like, like I would feel weird about putting like a mini sticker on my laptop at work. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd, I could tell I would rock that, you know. She's my girl. I love mini. Yeah. It's a shame. So I've thought about this. I was like, what's like maybe the most embarrassing thing? And I'm like, or not most embarrassing, but most like thing I've kept secret. Like I haven't even told you that, but I'm really? just like, I just, I really love mini. <laughs> just love mini <laughs> mouse. I just love her. And one thing that's kind of solidified that is the Mickey shorts on YouTube. We've been watching Our son yes. is obsessed with those. And there's so many episodes. Like, Mickey, I'm like, okay, he's doing his thing and he's funny. But, like, all the ones where Minnie does something, I'm just like, I just... Delicious. Sometimes she's sometimes she's a side character and she's just the recipient of something that Mickey's done. But when she's, like, the focus, I'm just like, oh, this is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, that one where she's got that perfume that makes everything oh, right. attracted to her and she ends up just, like covering herself in trash <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's so funny Spoiled milk uh-huh anyway love mickey so i finally got that off my chest i'm just glad to just get that out there yeah now we know yeah. now everyone's gonna send you mini stuff cool and i'm I will reap the benefits we're, uh, i'm all right with that can i have your mini mug no never <laughs> all right he is trying to always steal that though. i do always try to I'm drink like, out of your mine. mini mug stop it that he got me 
Now I know why you got me that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so moving on into the obsession category, I think our first one in this is very similar in vain. You know, me and Tom from Hyperion Adventures podcast have we're kind of kindred spirits, if you will. Very true. All right, he says, hey guys, so here's one from Tom. He loves Frozen so much that, one, we have to do Frozen ever after, at least once every trip to Walt Disney World. And he once went to see Frozen live at Hyperion by himself while Michelle was at a work meeting in Orange County. That's awesome. It is awesome. I applaud you, Tom. <laughs> and it sounds like Michelle wrote this yeah. on behalf of Tom. So, Tom, if you've got some dirt on Michelle in her confessions... You know, feel free. We can always share that in future episodes. But she she kind of laid you out there, and it, I I said that's adorable. It's your adorable. Lo- your love of Frozen is is cute. Keep it up. Yes. No shame. Yeah. No shame. Don't in be your ashamed of that. Game. All right. Um, my friend Brooke at Brookie AC over on Instagram admits she says I had a crush on Peter Pan, the cartoon version. Obviously, I'm surprised I didn't marry someone with red hair. Shrug emoji. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's just, uh, I, I, I don't really, I've, you know, I have my animated crushes for sure. Future episode, by the way. Yeah. So I won't divulge them all now, but I never really uh, felt, was feeling Peter. To to each his own. (laughs) It's, you know, Brooke, this one is not that embarrassing because it was, I had a crush. If you were still (laughs) saying, I have this crush on Peter Pan and I just can't figure it out. I was trying to get your husband to like dress like peter pan or something that would be <laughs> hey we're this is a judge-free zone judge-free. but we'd laugh a little bit no shame <laughs> um our, our good longtime friend mario on facebook says we have a photo album of our first family trip to disney world but have not made not yet made a photo album of our wedding and they've been married yeah. for a while yeah <laughs> and this is really funny just just shows the love and passion of a disney vacation yeah, yeah disney fan on vacation You're like oh i'm gonna put all the yeah. take all the time to put all this together and make an album for it and i ah, will get around to the wedding someday right that's a good one i'm putting my money down mario that you and your family take another trip to disney and make another photo album before you get around to the wedding photo album mm-hmm. yeah we, we were lucky enough to receive a, a wedding photo album as a gift had yes. we not i think that Disney one would have come first. Poor Cedric's uh, baby album, though. <laughs> yeah. We've, has not been made. We have done a Disney photo album before doing Cedric's baby album. And baby he'll probably book. never get one. Poor guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> dear. All right. These are regarding movies. Um, so anything... Oh, wait. No. Oh. Jumping ahead. One jump ahead. With the I've got line? a passion one. Okay. I have a bunch of MP3s on my phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of Disney Park music. Okay, well, that's not that bad, right? It's normal. I, sort of. <laughs> um, Happily Ever After. Fantasmic, some nighttime shows. But I will listen and sing along to the entire Festival of Fantasy Parade. MP3. Like 15 minutes. Like, nice oh, I've got some work. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. But I remember the first time, like, you. I. I popped on you're like this is the parade <laughs> yeah i'm listening to the parade what of it I, I i'm not ashamed of this at all i think it's totally fine but it is definitely shows just how obsessed i am with disney it does so it's a confession sure. and if i had admitted it you listening to the show you're like okay cool i'm i'm with you i mean most people there's maybe some judges out there but if i went and like admitted this to like our circle of friends who does not make right. Disney and actually often makes fun of us for our love of Disney. I'd probably never hear the end of it. It's true. So I'm hoping they don't listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one. It's like, like you said, it's maybe somewhat common in, in the Disney, Disney-verse, but like among our normal friends, and maybe you guys have the same experience where your regular friends would be like, um, what? Yeah. What are you listening to? Yeah, let us know if there's specific... I don't want to say soundtracks. I think Disney soundtracks is pretty normal, but like maybe park music or hotel loops or something that you ha- you listen to in your car. I think it's one thing to maybe have like background music and you're, you know, cooking dinner or whatever, and you put on the Epcot loop. That's pretty commonplace, but 
driving around, listening to Fantasmic, let us know. Yes. Okay. So now we are moving on to movies. So the rest of these, not the rest, but this segment deals with movie confessions. Okay. So Kev Kev at Kevin Rose. How do you say this? Kevin Rose Siebert. Did I say that right? Or Kevin yeah. Rose's Bert. Kevin Rose okay. Siebert. Okay. I think. Um, on Twitter. He confesses that for some reason, he says, for some reason, I can't enjoy newer 2010 and on Disney movies. I try real bad. Yeah. I have one that kind of relates to this. Okay. I missed an entire era of Disney movies. Mm. Pocahontas, Tarzan, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Mulan. Although so I've like seen Mulan on television. The later but Renaissance. Yeah. I mean, just completely skipped it. And granted, a lot of that was like my late high school, college years. And so Disney wasn't a thing. But I kept up with like the Pixar movies. I had seen Emperor's New Groove, Lilo and Stitch. But there was just this whole era that I skipped. And I think I just wrote them off as like bad movies. And a lot of them I still have not seen. Like I still have not seen Tarzan. I, I don't know. Up until a month ago, I hadn't seen Hercules. Yeah. Up until last spring, I hadn't seen Princess of the Frog, which is a different era. But I mean, I just yeah skipped a boatload of those. It's kind of embarrassing to be like, hey, let's start a Disney podcast. And I'm like Disney obsessed and do all this. Stuff. And we're not talking like, oh, there's this one Disney movie that I haven't seen that everybody's seen. It's a big bunch chunk. of them. And then there's a bunch that I just didn't get to until adulthood, until I got back into Disney, like The Incredibles. Okay. Didn't see that until we were married. So thanks you, thanks, thanks you, thanks for that. You're Rachel. welcome. Yeah, glad to be a. Service. But but this person is saying they they've seen them, they just can't enjoy them, and I don't know. I mean, maybe there's I mean, like 2010, a. Um, so we got married in 2010, so that's like everything since we've been married, which we love like all of them. So. Yeah, Moana and Frozen and. Inside Out, Coco. Yeah, I mean, I mean some of those are Pixar, Pixar, but yeah. Yeah, I that's that's tough. I don't know. I don't know, Kev. Kev. <laughs> he tries. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you're trying. trying. Yeah. And I don't know if you have children or not, but there's a chance that maybe right now you don't, and you just can't connect. And someday you'll have a kid who's obsessed with them, and you're like, oh, I totally get Moana now. Yeah. It could happen. Oh, Zootopia's in there. Some great ones. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sorry you feel that way. And thanks for trying. All right, my cousin J Ray O Nine admits that from an adult perspective now i really think many of the 90s hits are too scary for kids like my kids haven't seen the lion kid lion, lion king that stampede scene or the little mermaid ursula is super creepy or even snow white and i made the comment i mean like the evil queen's like hey how about you put her heart in this box like that's pretty pretty brutal yeah but that was not 90s but i get it Right. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, Jessica. I think I think your kids are probably more resilient than you think. And if we watched them as kids, I think they can watch them as kids. Yeah. I agree. There's some dark moments, but um Oh gosh, what what I'm trying to think recently. There was something recently where Oh, it was I think Princess and the Frog, which isn't that new, but like that whole voodoo magic stuff. Our kid gets a little bit freaked out about that, but he's like it's okay. It's one scene and then he's back in it. Yeah. So that part scares me though. It's like, I think, I don't know, as a, an adult, we get more observant and vigilant about like all the meaning behind it. And the kids just, yeah. You know. Although I didn't like watching Little Mermaid by myself when I was a kid because oh, really? of Ursula. When like, yeah. cause like there's like those dark scenes where it's just her oh, eyes. Yeah. And she stuff, is so. wicked. My sister was like, go away. Like, I was trying to bug her. And she's like, go away. Go watch Little Mermaid or something. And I was mm -hmm. like, I can't watch it without you because Ursula is scary. <laughs> she's like, all so. right, go put on Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. We didn't take our kid to the new Lion King, the CGI remake. But I think after it, we said he probably could have handled it. The mm -hmm. stampede scene is super intense. It is. And there are some super intense scenes in that movie. But you can prepare them for it. I don't I don't there's no shame if you don't want your kids to see these movies, but I think uh, the 90s maybe has more edge to it, but I think I think today's kids can still handle it. It's Disney. They know what they're doing. Trust them, they're experts. <laughs> um 
So, Princess. Princess, who. At B I T C H Y Blonde Bombshell. On Instagram. <laughs> says Tarzan. Never seen it. Yeah, me too. And then says, but my favorite Disney song is You'll Be in My Heart, which yeah, I just find I hilarious. My favorite Disney song is from a movie that I haven't seen. It happens. But I guess I think you owe it to yourself to see Tarzan. And I probably owe it to myself, so. Yeah. I, mean, I love the soundtrack. People do. I think Phil it's Collins a, went a nice hard. Phil Collins album. Like, <laughs> sure. We sang You'll Be in My Heart, um, my eighth grade choir concert. So it was pretty special. It's, you know. It's very special. Yeah, it is. So that's what I think of. It is a good song. I like the song. Yeah. It's a great song. The movie itself, it's fine. So. And I'll probably be disappointed when I see it. But I mean, it's like, I just need to watch I it. I saw it in the theater. It's to happen. Remember. All right. Zach Casas says, I honestly don't like Mary Poppins all that much. I never watched it as a kid and just don't enjoy watching it now as an adult. My wife knows how I feel, but I have to keep it quiet around her side of the family as they all love it. That's really funny. A yeah. hidden... I have to keep the secret yeah. hidden. To live this double life. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad his wife at least knows about his secrecy. Yeah, I, I get it. It is a long movie. It is an uneventful movie from the from a plot standpoint. I mean, there's a lot going on with characters. There's great music, I think. But I can see... I can see the disconnect that people might have with it. Yeah. And so I'm curious, Zach, if you've seen the newest one and if you have the same feelings about that, because it is formulaic. Like it follows the same formula as that one, but mm -hmm. it's more modern. Maybe, I don't say the plot's better, but I think we've, we talked about it in yeah. a review episode how There's they... There's more of a plot yes, that you it, can it, understand. As yeah, even a it kid. does a more job of developing... Does not, I said a more job of... It does more plot development. I don't want to say it does it better. It just has more plot than the original. Miss Curvy Lady has not even seen the full Mary Poppins movie. Only bits of it. Yeah, again, it's long. So it's one of those where you catch it on TV. You might not sit down and watch the whole thing. Yeah. You I know, like the main numbers. Yeah. I think I don't even think I saw Mary Poppins until I was an adult. Like the full way through. And then our kid became obsessed with it. And now yes. we've seen it. A dozen times. times. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that concludes our categories, our official categories. But we've got some miscellaneous random ones. There are some doozies. Um, Melissa Ames at ML Artist says, People think that the Utilidor at Magic Kingdom, is I said that right? Yeah. At Magic Kingdom is glamorous, but parts of it smell really bad. It has to smell bad. I don't even know what that is. So there's it's my the underground tunnel for employees so that they can get from place to place in the park without, you know, wandering around and being okay. on duty, if you will. And they can walk around down there without costumes on. And pretty sure that's where they have like break rooms and stuff like that. Hmm. So it's basically this big underground network where a bunch of, I don't want to say primarily college students, but a ton of college students are moving from place to place and changing in and out of costumes and interesting yeah and you've got the like funky orlando water that yeah. i guess it probably like permeates the soil into the walls because it's underground so yeah i that's a, it's a sweet confession i have not been in the utilidor i would Me love either. to i'd love to experience can it any, someday like, i don't i don't do that like can they get tours of it or is it just for I, a cast member? I think it's part of the Keys of the Kingdom tour, okay. but I um, could be wrong about that because we, that's not something we can afford. We'll never know. But yeah, I don't think I glamorize it, but I would. I think it would be really cool to see it. Mm -hmm. But good to know. Yeah. About it's smelling bad. <laughs> Joshua at Payin' for Disney on Twitter says, Joe Rody's ear with all the earrings in it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> Which just makes me laugh because everybody knows that what he's talking about you pick you've immediately picture any, it and like, it's just like sagging yeah you've seen any disney like documentary clip oh or yeah anything for the parks and he's incredible and just such a dynamic personality i mean take away the work that he's done as an imagineer with you know 
Pandora and all that Animal Kingdom stuff, he's just such a unique, interesting person, you know, even apart from his accomplishments. Um, but that, that earring is something else. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of with him. Yeah. But I, I get it. You know, he, he has a role where he can kind of look a certain way and distinguish himself that way and more power to him. All right. But it is a little scary. It is a little scary. I think so too. Okay. Miranda Short over on Facebook says, Keenan Meadows, I still don't know what that means as far as Disney confessions go, but I'm going to go with Disney's The Rescuers. <laughs> so there you have it. Our final <laughs> confession of the evening is Disney's The Rescuers. We yeah. don't know what that means either, Miranda. Yeah, we don't know. But that's okay. But thanks for getting that <laughs> off your chest. Whatever it is, she confessed it. She told us all. All right, and that's all I have for now until I can think of more confessions that I need to come clean with. But I'm really glad to get those off my chest, especially mm-hmm. the one about the Mickey glove and not liking the Disney princesses because I just feel like, you know, how could I be a true Mickey fan having done, or true Disney fan? having done those things or mm-hmm. having those opinions, but hopefully, you know, I'm still accepted among this Disney community despite my wrongdoings and my opinions. Yeah. So that is, that is it. These are our confessions. These are my confessions. And we loved these. Thanks so much for sending them in. If you have future ones we'd love to hear them we could totally do an episode like this again or we'll just tweet them out or share them on a future episode whatever but don't stop confessing is that a thing i'm making it a thing all right you want me to sing don't stop confessing the only song we need about confessions is usher or the hamilton one (laughs) Confess. confess okay that's all for now thanks for being a part of our world we'll see you real soon Bye. Listen.